Welcome to the Irish NFL show and to our week one preview. We're in part four. You can check out all the other three parts where you have the six o'clock games, the nine o'clock games, and you can also check those out as podcasts. Uh, we're starting off with the last of the nine o'clock uh, games before we get to Sunday night football and Monday night football. And we have Ram Seahawks up column in that slot. Um, that's a tasty enough tie. It's slightly hard to know where the Rams are at, but they got Matthew Stafford back. Cooper Cup maybe struggling at time of recording with a hamstring injury, which is a big blow. Um, how do you see this one going? A lot of people feeling very high on the Seahawks this year, so it's it's not an easy start for the Rams. Uh, yeah, many people, including me, very high on the, the Seahawks. Uh, if we're to continue with the music team, this is Oasis versus the Eagles because the Rams were everywhere, right? Like Oasis, you couldn't escape them. Um, but ultimately, it all fell apart very, very quickly. Um, and when it did, that was it. I feel that is it for, for the Rams. I mean, I, I think, you know, they'll be okay. My worry is that they probably will be okay enough to be the fifth worst team in, in the league. And then what do you do for a quarterback next year? Sean McVay talked about walking away. I think maybe he should have taken a year out, recharged the batteries, come back somewhere else. They've got Aaron Donald, who is incredible. But the problem is that's all they have. Like, who's Matthew Stafford going to throw the ball to? Who's going to run the ball? And like, can the O-line hold up? There are so many questions. The Seahawks are the, e- are the Eagles. I don't particularly like them, but I can't ignore them because you hear them all the time. And Pete Carroll, they're, they're, you know, it's like Hotel California. You can't escape. Um, Pete Carroll and Schneider, I think, have done a great job of building the roster there. I think Geno um, is going to continue to be good. I can understand the problems that they had in the second half of, of last year. I think they've looked to address some of those issues. Um, and I think that ultimately uh, they will have uh, enough to get the win. The crowd is going to be really loud. Um, and I have the, the Seahawks getting the win over their divisional rivals. Uh, and their march to the Super Bowl begins this weekend. Right, from the ashes <laughs> of Oasis, of course. Noel Gallagher formed High Flying Birds. Is a High Flying Birds for the Seahawks for you? Uh, yeah, I suppose you'd have to expect that he would win the game. But I would caveat that when these two teams play each other, no matter what the circumstances of each team just seasons, whether it's the Rams being successful or last year with Seattle, they always play each other tough. We saw two games at the back end of last season that took overtime for Seahawks to beat them in week 18. The game previous to that, they took a late touchdown from Knock to get them over the line. And similar enough when, they, when, when it was the way with, when Fisher was the head coach, and they always seem to find ways, no matter what the circumstances are, to play each other tough. Cup is gone. He's seen as a hamstring specialist. People are kind of questioning whether that really is the severity of the injury. It could be more serious. Matthew Stafford today was really disgruntled in his press conference earlier today. He was going to say people need to get off Cup's back. You know, this is a real serious situation for him. And you kind of get the sense that they're really kind of, you know, trying to find Navi out some kind of motiva- motivation for this game. They shouldn't already have it going into a new season. And Pete Carroll has this, guy, this team fired up. It's uh, it's Seattle all day for me. I can totally understand why Colin is buying into the program. Brandon Moyen, where they were 12 months. Colin, Sunday night game is Cowboys versus Giants. So Brian will obviously have the monster energy in the fridge to make sure he has plenty of pep at 20 past one in, on, effectively on Monday morning. Uh, we'll come to we'll come to you in a second, Brian. But uh, how do you see this one going? Um, Cowboys again under the pressure, as the Cowboys always are. Um, Dak is back and... Um, didn't look too great towards the end of last season. Can he pick it up and, and, and get to a different level, get to the level they need him to be at if they're going to fulfill the potential that this stacked roster has? Yeah, the, the funny, I think the funny thing about the Cowboys, like it, it was like um, Brian Epstein as the manager, right? Because uh, 
the Cowboys, the players you would expect, given the talent, that they should be front and centre. And yet Jerry Jones is always the, the guy who gets most talked about. Um, I think th- this will be a really tough battle. All right? I think you've got two really intriguing defences. I really like what the Giants have done on defence. Uh, I think bringing in Isaiah Simmons. Um, did you hear how Wing Martindale was talking about him? He was like a child at Christmas that had got their favourite toy. I think you'll use him in really interesting ways. Um, but they are going up against a Cowboys team that for me are amongst, if not the best defence in the league. Um, I, I think I don't think this will be very high scoring. Um, but uh I I I got this is the game I've probably gone back and forth on the most, even more than the Steelers and the and the 49ers. I'm going to say that the 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 Cowboys get the get the win, but I'm not saying that with a whole lot of conviction. Um I just think that maybe Dak with Brandon Cooks at this point to get off to a fast start. I have my concerns about how long that can last. Um, but yeah, the, the Cowboys to edge it, edge it. Where well, you having any of that? The Giants are, are in that funny zone. I kind of think where Colin had mentioned on, on one of our other shows this week that the Vikings could be better this season and they'll make a big improvement yeah. on defense and yet might win fewer games. You could see a similar situation emerging for the Giants because it is a tough schedule and they have a lot to do. Can they get over the Cowboys in week one? And I believe I believe so. I think it's it's long overdue. The Giants have only beaten Cowboys one of the last thirteen games, and that was against Andy and Anthony Dalton. It Cowboys, with all, with all due respect, they haven't beaten them previous to that. So Ben McAdoo's first game, which was you know we're going back seven seven years at this stage. So, but I think they've done enough offensively. Like I I, I get where Collins coming from in terms of the, the focus on the, of the Cowboys defense, but I do think the Giants with with Waller, with Paris Campbell and Jane and I coming in, he's looked so impressive. You know, in the camp, and obviously it has to come in and show it in in the real game. But I think it's not just the Saquon Barkley situation anymore. It's not just Daniel Jones having to run the ball. I think they've done enough. Offensive line will be a big question mark going against the Cowboys' defense. We saw last year when they played the two games, they struggled. And I, I agree with Colin. I think the Giants have done a lot defensively. My interpretation would be that they're going to start two rookie cornerbacks, a seventh round pick and a fourth round pick. Now you could argue the seventh round pick deserves a spot. He's been fantastic. He's been lights out in camp and even in the preseason games that he's deserving on his spot and Brian David has always said no matter what your circumstances we saw with Kenny Galladay last year it doesn't matter if you're a first round pick 70 million player if you've done the job and you're good enough you'll play that's my concern can this new secondary hold up I think I think they will I think we're due a win I think the time has come the Giants as well as they played last year only won one divisional game and they tied with the, with, with the commanders in winning them so they took two games are unbeaten that has to change for the Giants to be taken seriously it, not just going to the playoffs again but like, you know going into the playoffs and really winning with the exception of that Vikings game so for me Giles will find a way to win on Sunday I think Waller will have an impact immediately Colin Monday night is is a big big game in a lot of different ways not least because it's the anniversary of 9-11 it's two New York teams and um, it was interesting I thought one of the, the vignettes that I took of how, out of hard knocks was Robert Sala and Aaron Rodgers had this conversation about how they wanted Rodgers and Rodgers wanted to start the preseason game but one of the reasons why Salah said I don't want you starting for the first time and being introduced to the fans in that way on the anniversary of 9-11 at home which I thought was was, was an interesting and a, and a nice touch and it shows the amount of thought that they put into the preseason um, a lot of people very high on, on the Jets and that you know the, the, the NFL now has, has made a joke of this ridiculous conspiracy theory that the NFL has scripted and it's part of the preseason promos but if you were scripting the season You'd want the you'd want the Jets to start rolling. Do you think they will against the Bills? Um, 
I mean, it, it's a, a mouth-watering clash, right, to begin Monday night. And Monday night is traditionally, like, you know, a thing kind of almost premier game and in many respects or has become that. And I, I think the Jets will be so much better than they were last year, right, because that Wilson is not it. Um, they've kept him on the roster because he's cheap. Um, and he's not going to say anything. He's learned his lesson, I think, after some of the comments last year. Uh, so he's got to be very uh, tame in front of the media. But look, it's all about Aaron Rodgers, Garrett Wilson. I, I think I've Garrett Wilson down as my offensive player of the year. I think that connection will be very good. Um, but I think that people are kind of um, underrating the Bills in a strange way, right? Because last year they were everybody's Super Bowl favourites. And it, the the season kind of petered out for any number of reasons. The storms, Demar Hamlin, Von Miller injury. Um, so they come in with fewer expectations. And I think the way in which these two QBs approach things, Rogers is so cerebral, right, in, in what he does. Um, Josh Allen is like animal from the Muppets on drums. Like everything he does is just instinctive and he plays like with his hair on fire. And he's so good and he's such a freak in what he does. Um, and and I just love his approach, right? Because he, everything he does is like, it's the, you know, fourth down in the Super Bowl and we have to get 10 yards and we have to get a touchdown. Um, and that's refreshing, right? And that's when I, you know, I fell in love with the sport because of John Elway. And John Elway sort of had a similar sort of approach. M single down was, I have to make something happen. I have to make it happen. Um, so I'm probably a little bit romantic on the Bills, but I have them getting the win. It's a little bit of an upset, perhaps, the fact that they go in um, to MetLife and get the win. To me, they can they can do it. Um, we'll see what Sean McDermott calling plays. That's the, the one little asterisk, the caveat I put on it. But I think they will edge a thriller. Well, it is an interesting note about the Bills that, you know, consider the model of consistency that they've been, the way they've racked up regular season wins. You know, we know it hasn't always gone their way in the, in the playoffs, particularly not last season when, uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals went in and did what they did and, 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 and blew them up at home. But they haven't done an awful lot of the offseason because really they didn't need to. They have a really strong roster. They have really good coaching. Um, I'd say they'll be quite annoyed at the way the Jets have been talking up their own defense, talking about how they think it's going to be historically good. If ever you wanted to go in and make a point, it's this game. Absolutely. Um, annoyed or relieved, it's, it's a, you know, you go both ways on that because the the level of expectation going into last season and Conor rightly called out they came like a steam train like, like in terms of how he's referring to Josh Allen lights out stuff immediately and then it kind of kind of fell away because of all the various different aspects of the season maybe it'll suit them better they have as as much confidence it's it's a it would be a shock or a slight surprise they still favourites for the game so the the Vegas have looked at this and go despite everything that's happened in the off season they've kind of drilled into both teams and both squads and both panels and still see the Bills as favourites to win this game. I'm with Conham. I think the Bills will have a point to prove to you know on Monday night. More so because of the way the nature of how last season ended, as well as much as the fact that the Jets are getting all all the uh, the hype, the pressure on Monday night. Bearing one nine and eleven as well, like it's going to be so so much. It's, like Aaron Rodgers going to have to take all that in the shows and navigate it. He might be able to deal with. It. Can the other players in the team deal with? It? So the players have come into this team. It's been quite a lot of changes since last season. Can they all kind of? raise up the expectation. We've seen the Robert Salas press conference um, kind of the team camaraderie and hard knocks. They're also to buy into it, but it's all very well buying into it. Monday night, America's watching, the world is watching. 
it'll be interesting to see can they live up to the expectations that surround this team now. Yeah, the Jets, as we know, get editorial veto on hard knocks. So what you're seeing is definitely very carefully edited and very well presented. I, I'm with I'm with the two of you. I'm, I'm going Bills for this one. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be waiting into week two at least uh, for his first win. They've a tough that's start. That's good news. If you're a Jets fan watching this, that's great news because generally when we have a clean sweep, it goes the opposite way. So good news for everyone out there who is supporting Aaron Rodgers and his team. I think that might be the only clean sweep we managed across all four week one preview shows. You can check out the other three. They're also available as podcasts and we'll see you next week. Ready?